106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560, The Source. All right. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Appreciate you joining us today. Myself, Jeff Kitty, Charlie Grimes, our engineer, Larry Unger, answering phones for us today as well. Our number, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. And i got a great show in store for you today, as always. But most of all, we're here to answer questions, 303-477-5600. All right. Question of the day. Let me pull this up here because Ann and I went through this uh, this morning to make sure we had the right question of the day. So let me pull this right up. I get, I get open a new notebook. So here we go. Ready? Before you started driving, what was your dream car? Did you ever get it? Still dreaming? Or did you get it? And then it turned out to be a nightmare. So what was, before you started driving, your dream car? Did you get it? If so... How did it work out, or are you still hoping to get that same car someday that you were dreaming of before you started to drive? 303-477-5600, that is our question of the day. So, uh, Jeff Kitty again with us, and I appreciate Jeff taking time, even though he's not having to do this anymore because he's basically retired. Thanks for coming in. I, you know, I enjoy this, and to be real honest with you, John, I miss talking to the potential customers of our shops. Okay. That, that that's probably since i retired i think that's the thing i miss talking to the customers well you can talk to them today so give us a call folks talk to jeff by the way jeff's our transmission expert always has been anything you've got transmission related give us a call as well 303-477-5600 uh, always uh, good to have jeff with us and i really do appreciate him taking time out of his day to to come in and talk to us i will also uh, uh, real quick and just said the question of the day is also on Facebook. So if you want to answer it there, you can, and we'll feed those questions in accordingly. So that's on our Facebook page as well. It's facebook.com slash drive radio. how you go there. We do have a couple of lines open though, 303-477-5600. Also, a, kind of in a continuation of, of uh, Fix-It Radio, we we're talking about, you know, just housing, prices, appraisal, lumber, all that kind of stuff. We're going to take a few minutes this morning and talk to Kurt Rogers from Affordable Interest Mortgage at about 1030 and sort of get his take on a lot of that and where things are headed and what's going on. And again, we'll, t- we'll get into some of that. Why do we talk about that when it's drive radio? Because it still affects all of you listening. In fact, your mortgage and what you're spending there is a huge thing. It's the biggest expense, typically, or investment, however you want to say it. But it's, it's one of the biggest checks you'll write, if not the biggest check you write every month for a lot of you listening. So we'll talk to him on how to save some money there as well. How does that help you on the car end of things? We'll explain that also in a lot of ways, actually. Larry in Nevada, you're up, sir. Hi, uh, I have a 49 International pickup, Okay. and back then when it was made, it was all like straight weight oil, 30, 20, 10. Is it possible to use a multi-viscosity oil in that? It's pretty much all you can do now, yes. Okay, do you know which weight you would use? On a 
49. Is it, and I and I, refresh my memory because I'm not an international expert by any means, is that a uh, oiled system or is it a splash system? Is it, in other words, is it a pressurized engine or is it a splash engine? Well, it's got a filter on it. So okay, it's pressurized it's then. Pressurized. Yes, it's pressurized. Okay, if it's pressurized, I would probably on that vehicle, I would run a good diesel 1540 weight oil in it is what I would do. Okay. That has a little extra ZDDP in it as well, which which also, you know, helps with some of the components that are inside the engine. But that's a good weight for that engine. You'll have no issues doing that. Okay. What weight was that again? 1540, and you're looking for diesel oil. So, right. you know, Rotella T, Dello, you know, everybody makes a diesel oil. Just run a diesel 1540 weight in it. All right. That will make things a lot easier. Yep, simpler. make things a lot easier for you. Yep. All right. Appreciate it. Larry, thank you so much, and I appreciate yep. that, and uh, best of luck on the old international. Bill in Idaho Springs is next. Bill, welcome. Howdy. I have a 98 Saturn SW2 yep. that I can get on the highway and drive forever, but if I drive around town, it'll get stuck in first gear. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming it's a manual transmission? Manual or automatic? Too. Automatic. Automatic, okay. Okay, that's that TAT unit. Uh, man, those were kind of a special unit. Uh, they were a special car. Well, I, when they worked right, they worked mm -hmm. right. When they didn't, they didn't. Right. My gut feeling is, is that you're starting to have the typical Saturn valve body issues. How many miles you got on this thing, Bill? 186,000. Yeah, uh, it's probably time to start looking for a new vehicle. That's a true statement. I agree with that. Well, you're not going to be able to build that unit for economically. for it, It'll be twice as much as the car is probably worth. It's not worth anything. I know that. Yeah, but, but the car that I'd like to trade it in for would be a 70 GTX with a 426 Hemi. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You think I could get a, an even trade? Uh, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, yeah, find an even trade. There you go. You'll have to find a special individual for that yeah, one. Exactly. <laughs> okay, thank you all. That's good. Uh -huh. That's a good one, Bill. Thanks. Good good answer, by the way. Mike in Aurora, you are next. What's going on, sir? Uh, yeah, hi. Um, yeah, I think I heard you guys say before, well, I'm having battery starting problems. So I took it back to AutoZone where I got the battery, and they slapped their tester on it, okay. and then... Uh, switched over to alternator check and started it, and they said the uh, the rectifiers are good, but the regulator's bad. Uh, do I believe it, or do I trust them, or what do you think? I, I would tend to trust them if you're having... What kind of problems are you having? Are you having problems with the battery going dead? Yeah. Yeah, I have to jump start it. Okay. Um, if the regulator's not working right, it's going to do one or two things. It's not going to charge the, the battery right, or it's going to overcharge it. Okay, mm -hmm. so if you're in doubt, what I would do is run the NAPA and have them test it and see what it says. But it wouldn't surprise me. What kind of car is it? It's a 2008 Lexus. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. How many miles? About 135. Okay. Um, and, and how old is that battery, Mike? 
Uh, it's not that old. It's only uh, less than three years old. Okay. Yeah, I I think I would probably lean towards that uh, alternator being possibly bad because I think that's internally regulated on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought of uh, taking it to Napa. Well, that's, you think they have better they have better equipment? Not necessarily. I would like to think they do. Uh, I used we use their testers for years. Yeah. And I, and I don't know what the other store is using, so I can't I can't verify that one, Mike. I can't tell. I, you. I mean, if both stores come up with the same deal, then, then I would you know have you're to, on that track. Yeah, you're on good, the right track. Good point. Yeah, I've ran the different stores before, and I've gotten different results. That's kind of why I'm skeptical. So. Well, it it could be the person testing it too. True. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I, I've seen te- down through the years. I've seen. Te- Two two techs come up with totally different outcomes. Even though they're just pushing buttons on a machine. Well, yeah, but there's there's a lot that goes to that. Number one, you're going to look at the connections on the battery, make sure they're good. Normally, the tester will uh, alert you to that, but you need to see what the conditions are, what the cable conditions are, and stuff like that on that stuff because that's part of the battery inspection right. and charging charging system inspection. If you don't look at that stuff, you're only doing half of it. Yeah, and I, I really almost think, Mike, you're at a point where I'd probably go to somebody like Ken Rackley out of Tech and just have them do a full electrical analysis of the vehicle. He could check battery, alternator, starter, cables, all of that, and make sure that everything's up to speed. And for the little bit that it would take him to do that, you'd have a direct answer versus the way we're trying to do it with at the parts store. So nothing against Nap and the guys at the counter, but Ken can tell you a lot more about what's going on than what they're going to do at the counter. He does it every day. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll do that then. Thanks for your you're, you're very welcome, Mike. Yeah, no, when it comes to those types of problems, starting charging, not saying it, not, nothing against the guys at the parts store, NAPA included, and, and the testers that they have. But, you know, keep in mind, those guys don't have the ability nor the knowledge to go through the entire electrical system of the vehicle and give you an analysis of what's going on. That's what a shop does. And they can say, yeah, looks like the regulator's bad, but they don't know how to test it to see if it's bad. Right. Great point. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Come back. Lines are open. Text line 307-200-8222, or call us directly, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where a reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by door, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. 
And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E. PR, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We do appreciate it very much. Question of the day is, before you started driving, what was your dream car? Did you ever get it? You still wanting to get it? Still dreaming? Or did you get it and maybe it turned out to be the ultimate nightmare? John and Cheyenne is next, sir. How are you? Hey, great. John, What's up, sir? How are you? All right, so uh, dream car. I had two growing up. Okay. Steve, Steve McQueen's Mustang and Bullet. They sold that car. Got a ton of money out of it. Yeah, they did. Oh, I know. But, you know, and come on, Steve McQueen was the king of cool. Yeah. So you have to add that in. And the General Lee. Oh, yeah. And, again, another car that's bringing a ton of money. Even even not a General Lee is bringing a ton of money. Just that car is bringing a ton of money. Well, from what I read years ago, they ruined so many of that model Charger that they kind of yep. became scarce because yep. they used to go through so many of them. Yes, you're correct. Um, you know, every time, if you ever watched real close when they would jump it, oh, right when it, it would cr- land, crumple the fenders up. It's, yeah, you'd see the frame bend. That's right. <laughs> and back then they didn't have the technology to keep straightening it for the stunt car. So they right. just go through them. All right, so my 11 Ram 196K, it's... All of a sudden, the suspension, well, it's, it, it's like I'm on the ocean sometimes, and it's rolling back yeah. and forth. Yeah. All right. Now, remember, 
two years, a year and a half ago, I I busted that front strut. So I changed the front struts and springs and new lower A-arms when that was done. Okay. So the front should be good. The back, I put Lifetime Rancheros, not the adjustable ones. It's okay. The They're fine. Ones, They're fine. Um, for, and that was about 140K ago. Okay. So where should I look? Well, and... Okay, so you did rear. So make sure I got my mileage correct here. So you did rear shocks at 140k. So basically 50k ago. No, no, 50k. So about 140k ago. Oh, they need changed. Yeah. Even though okay, they're lifetime so warranty, and if you tell them that hey, these things aren't functioning right, and so on, they're lifetime warranty, they'll replace them. Yep. So so okay. do so start there. When did you do the fronts? Start there. Um, remember a year and a half ago, uh, November of 19, right before COVID, Got I busted it. Okay, yep, I remember that. Front. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so those so, should be fine. Shouldn't have I, any issues there. Um, yeah, I did. Now, w- next question. When you feel it, quote-unquote, rolling, and I, I know the feeling you're talking about, does it feel front or rear, or can you tell? I really can't tell, but I'm more thinking it's the rear. My wife agrees. She's sitting next to me. Okay. She shook her head when I said rear. Shocks so, would be a place to start. Now, to help the roll, you, this will be different because they won't warranty this out and then give you credit towards you know, gas shocks. Right. But you could put a heavier gas shock on the rear to try to help some of this. Uh, you mm-hmm. could also, John, this is something you could think about doing, is put those back on it but then add a sway bar to it, which I guarantee you it doesn't have right now. Well, okay. It's got... On the back side of the axle, it's got a, I don't know what you would, it looks like a sway bar. It could. Some it did. Runs. That's what I'm asking. Some did, some didn't. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, it'll be just like the front a, sway bar. It'll look just like that, only in reverse. Yep. I, I've got one. I've got okay. one on each end. Okay. Make, double check that. Make sure all your links and everything with it are good. There's no play or anything should, going on there. Should I, when I'm jacking it up, should I, now those sway bars don't go, but the links can The links out. can. Did, should why well, I got it jacked up? Should I just change those links? They're not that expensive. If they're if they're bad, yeah. I mean, if your mileage and you haven't ever changed them, yes. If you if you change okay. tire size or tires on this thing, no, I, I put new tire. No, I'm I'm running stock size tire. Okay, yeah, I'm I, running yeah, I knew the, that answer. Yeah, sorry. Just well, no, I know yeah, John well Cooper, enough to know that. No, that that, that uh, I think tires yeah. are good. We've talked about that in the past. I think you're good there. Okay. Yeah, I'm running. Discover A3s that I bought okay. in December. Right. Yeah, I, so, I knew okay. I knew you're pretty good in that. Yeah. If you've not done anything with the rear sway bar and the links, to my house. <laughs> look, and the other thing too, John, is you can buy, which would help out actually. You can buy the urethane replacement link components for that rear sway bar, and I would do that versus the rubber yeah. if you're trying to get it more stable. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah. All right. So. Uh, start with the rear shocks and the stay and the urethane sway bar length. Yeah. Now I say yeah, all I that to say this: at one hundred ninety-six thousand, yeah. the springs are pretty worn. You may find yourself if we if we do all of this and we're not gaining ground, you're probably going to have to put springs in it. Okay. And if I remember right, I was just looking under it to see if anything was loose, and I got rear coils in this. Right. And the so, the bushings and all that stuff look good. Yeah, it didn't look bad. I mean, nothing that it would say, hey, that's what's causing it. No cracking or anything like that? No, I didn't see anything like that. Okay. So, 
Um, so start with new shocks and sway bar, and then if it needs springs, just get springs. Springs are a pain in the butt. They I are. Now, again, somebody. and the only reason I say that is, you know, we're always critical of the front, and yes, the front takes more wear yeah. and tear, and I get that, but at 196K original rear springs, no, they're worn out too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. They just and, are. You know, and I'll pay somebody to do the rear springs. Yeah, they're, you know, just... as you know, they're a pain. <laughs> they, they really are. But yeah, I, I, you, yeah that is something yeah. that you most likely, in fact, I probably, man, let me think through this a little better. If you're going to do all of this, John, go ahead and warranty the shocks, do the sway bar links. You might as well just buy the springs and put them in and do all the labor at one time and be done with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to do the shocks and the sway bar. They're going to have to do that to do the springs anyways. They're going to have to take the sway bar apart to do the springs. You might as well just do it all at one time and be done with it. You're going to do them anyways. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Again, we're kind of just... We're, we're going to end up there anyways. We ought to just do it to begin with and do it right and be done with it because that's where you're headed anyways. And then you know everything and, yeah, is good. Yeah, and, and then we're saving money because we're not doing labor twice, yep. yours or someone right. else's. Okay, and my, my goal here is this. I got at least another 104,000 miles on this truck. Which it'll go. It'll go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, mobile oil every 6,000 miles with yep. a top-of-the-line filter. You'll be fine. Um and every thirty to 50000 I take it into the guy that I use for my services and do the BG flush and fill on the diff and Perfect. the transmission. You're going to hear me you fine. Know, that, <laughs> we'll get, we'll so get that life is, out of it. That's not an issue. And Again, is again you know, what's different, too, about you versus even a lot of other folks listening that may have the same vehicle is your location is just naturally going to put more wear and tear on that than somebody that's down here driving in the city every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the three miles of unimproved goat path, as my cousin calls it. Right. From the county road to the house. Right. Right. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you have old... more wear and tear than somebody else with the same vehicle mm-hmm. with the same mileage. All right. But an old-time rancher that lives out by me told me this when I first moved out. He says, when you get on that dirt and granite, if you want to extend the life of your tires, shift it into four-wheel drive so you're not spinning your back tires on the dirt. Yeah. Not Can't bad, not bad advice. Yep. So I've been doing that too. That's why, you know, I use my four wheel drive probably every day, you know, which cost me that swervo, that servo that shifts it from two to four. I had to have that done a while back. It's all right. That was a, that was almost a thousand dollar job because the part was like six. Right. Yep. So, all right, John, have a great week. You too, man. Uh, Thanks, John. Last week. I'll talk to you Monday. Appreciate it. Sounds great. Talk to you then. Have a great weekend. Kurt Rogers now joining us from Affordable Interest Mortgage. We'll come back and talk to him. If you got a question, by the way, for me, Jeff, or Kurt, call us now, 303-477-5600. But this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right? Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. 
They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and keep your vehicle on the road longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order from the most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com extreme. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, Kurt Rogers joining us now from Affordable Interest Mortgage as well. And as I said earlier, we'll get some questions answered from Kurt on just market. Where are we at? Appraisals. We talked about that during Fix It Radio as well. And and I realize, Kurt, that the appraisers are probably uh, more than overloaded right now with everything going on. So, you know, I, I give those guys a pass and, you know, feel for what they're going through and all of that. But some, yeah. What, what you're seeing, the problem with appraisals, and I've mentioned this before when we talked on Thursday, um, if they appraised the house in January for, f let's say, 500000 and then in February their neighbor sold for five and a quarter, and then in March their other neighbor sold for five fifty, 
you're, that house isn't going to be worth five fifty because they they can't catch up to the the cost. Fast enough. They, it's just not there because they yeah. have to go back six months. Okay. So they're going to see some. So while the values keep going up, that's why you're seeing these appraisal contingencies being written offers on purchases. Well, that was that was the next question I was going to ask you. So let's say we'll use that example. So let's say it's a a house that is typically worth five hundred, but maybe somebody comes in and offers six. But we know the appraisal is going to be five. How's that working with the sale and, and you know the current owner versus the purchaser? They are writing in the contracts now that the when they're considering taking the contract, um, if you're you're willing to pay up to X amount of dollars for the shortage of the appraisal. So if the appraisal comes in at five hundred and they'll say I'll come up with fifty, five fifty works. Okay, and you're seeing a lot of that. They're also waiving termination dates. Meaning, which once you sign up and you give the deposit, you're done. That money goes hard, and you can't get it back. So there's a lot of things that are changing, and that's part of the issue is the appraisal. Okay. That's the biggest issue because the appraisals are not coming in at the value because they're not catching up to it as fast. Okay. They're just happening too quick. Okay, makes sense. All right, we got a question from Fort Collins. Molly, you are next. Oh, hi. Hello, Molly. Uh, hey. So we are contemplating buying a Volkswagen ID4, and which is electric vehicle, and we live in Colorado. So I mean, four, uh, four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive is typically a good route to go. But we've kind of heard with these electric vehicles that several people have gotten these rear rear-wheel drive uh, models, and that they might be sufficient, maybe depending on where the motor is, which in the uh, battery, which I think on these are kind of in the rear. So I'm kind of wondering about weight distribution and safety related to that. And all that. Okay, so let me, let me qualify a few things. Again, owning, <laughs> okay. owning a EV myself, not that car, but owning an EV. Uh, let, me uh-huh. ask, let me ask you a few questions. I assume this will not be your only car. Correct. We have kind of a bigger SUV that we'll use for, you know, bigger type uh, drives. Okay, and I assume it's an all-wheel drive, four-wheel drive? Yes. Okay. Uh, honestly, at that point, I, I would tell you that it doesn't make any difference what you do. Uh, I don't know that I would even spend the extra money on the all-wheel drive version, I'm guessing. I haven't done any research on this one yet because it's, it's fairly new, Molly. What's the mm-hmm. range difference, or is there any, between the all-wheel drive and the two-wheel drive? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's not a huge difference. Okay. Um, yeah. But it, it's, it's, you've got better, I think, with the rear-wheel drive. I'm guessing you do. There's just less yeah. resistance there, so of course you would. I, I will also mm-hmm. tell you that you could take, uh, and, and I do this. Now, mine's front-wheel drive, not rear-wheel drive, but I can put a set of Blizzax on it in the wintertime, which I run right now. I'll get those switched off here in the next week or two. And I will tell you, Molly, that for you know 95% of the time in Colorado – I don't even ever have to drive any of my four-wheel drive vehicles to get around town. I can pretty much drive that car pretty much anywhere I want to go in up to three to four inches of snow. It starts getting over that, yeah, it gets a little dicey. I'm probably going to go you know, get, get one of the four-wheel drives and go, go drive mm-hmm. that. But that's with Blizzax on it. You could, look, you could virtually do the same thing on that car and, and look at it in the same manner if you wanted to. Okay. Um, yeah, thanks. Can you repeat what that was? The bl- I, so I run a Blizzax which is a specific brand Bridgestone Blizzak tire, and it's, a, it's an actual oh, okay. all-weather snow, quote, tire. Mm, okay. And they work very, very well. By, for everybody listening, it's probably, in my opinion, one of the best car uh, winter tires you could own, period, in my opinion. 
Without okay. a doubt. Yeah, they just, they work. They've, they've got siping. They stick well on the ice and the snow and the rain and, you know, all of that, Molly. It's, just, it's, a, it's a great tire. They work very well. I guess next question for you that I'm going to ask is, why the Volkswagen? Well, um, well, <laughs> partly, oh, because it's kind of like a crossover SUV. I mean, we have dogs. We have two kids. We kind of need to be able to fit um, several things in there. Um and we've looked at the Leaf a little bit. We have yeah. I wouldn't buy the, just the real Leaf. quick. I wouldn't buy the Leaf. I don't think their range is at this point. Uh, it's better than it was before, but I don't think it's it's you know my my Bolt inside I think has more functionality to it than the Leaf. And I ordered the new EUV Bolt, which is their larger sort of SUV size, if you would, because uh, mm-hmm. I've had such great luck with my Bolt and the range mm-hmm. and everything on it that I'm going that direction just because of the larger space inside, larger rear uh, seat mm-hmm. capacity and so on. And, and again, I'm not, not knocking the Volkswagen. I just, I haven't seen one up close. I don't know that much about it. And, yeah. uh, you know, what I will tell you, and I talked about this mm-hmm. this past week, and I interviewed actually the guy from Chevrolet on Thursday on the other show. What I will tell you is right now, bar none, period. Other people may argue with this, but I can tell you right now, Chevrolet and Tesla are leading when it comes to the technology on EV vehicles, period. No one else is mm-hmm. even close to what they've got on the technology side of the fence. Okay. That includes okay. the Europeans. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Just saying. That's and I, again, know. not trying to push you one way or the other. I'm just, I just know from experience, and it's not to knock the other EVs that are out there, but the battery side of the fence on EVs is the biggest thing mm-hmm. that you're buying in an EV. That's where the range comes right. from, the durability, all of that. General Motors and Tesla are leading in that area, period. Okay. Yeah, we are definitely not done researching, but that was, that's good to know. So, so, so for, in, the, in, the, in the new yeah. EUV Bolt is not out. It's something you would have to order, but it mm-hmm. will have a similar, if not farther range, because I'm looking right now at the VW. It will have a similar, if not farther range than what the VW will have. And it's okay. less money. Oh, well, that's always a plus, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Now, here's a caveat. Here's a caveat to this. And I'm not a big one on subsidies. I hate them. I hate the tax credits and all this because if the market's going to do it, it ought to do it on its own. But they're there, and you're going to take advantage of them. Anybody that would, I would advise to do the same thing. They're a tax credit. Use them. I mean, it's there. You might as well. Mm -hmm. What I will tell you is you'll get a larger tax credit with the Volkswagen than you will the General Motors or the Tesla product. And here's why. For everybody listening, here's why and how this works. There are a certain amount of credits that these companies get to do EV vehicles. Because Chevrolet and Tesla have sold more vehicles than everyone else, they've used more of that pool of money they each get in that area up, thereby there is not as many credits available when you buy a Tesla or a Chevy Bolt, which, by the way, I don't agree with because that gives everybody else a little bit of a leg up, even though, Mm -hmm. technology speaking, Chevrolet and Tesla are ahead. Make sense? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, again, I, I, it's, it's just the way it is. I don't agree with it. I'm just telling you that's how it is so that you've got all of your, you know, facts in front of you when you start looking and, and moving forward with this. And, and, and again, as an EV owner myself, they're great mm-hmm. as long as you have another vehicle. Right. Yeah. I think this would be mostly kind of a, a day-to-day They were great. And I, and I will tell you yeah. first time, I mean, honestly, my, my little Chevy Bullet drove, guys saw it. Yeah. Kurt was <laughs> talking about it when he pulled in the parking lot down here today. I mean, it's a great little car. It does everything I need to do, Molly. It works fabulous. And I honestly, it's probably the funnest car I have to drive. And I'm not exaggerating. It it's works cute. fabulous. It's a great car. Nice. Okay, cool. 
So, anyways, you. just you know, kind of do some research. I'm not trying to take you away from the Volkswagen any way, shape, or form. You have to buy what's best for you guys. I'm just sort of giving you my experience in owning one. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's definitely um, appreciated and uh, and and valuable. So, thank you. You're very welcome. And if you have any other questions, just let me know, Molly. Okay. We'll do. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Let's go to Michael and Cheyenne. Michael, you're next. What's going on, sir? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I've, I've got a 2015 GMC Canyon pickup. Okay. And I just put my summer tires on here about a week ago. Okay. Now I, I have uh, uh, an alarm on my dashboard saying that I need to uh, take my tire monitoring, uh, tire pressure monitoring service thing in for, for service. I've been looking at it and reading about it. It's a it's a pretty hefty list of things you got to do, but I guess you got to have a, a, a tool to you do. You do it. now. First, let's start. Let's back up. First things first. Same wheels on the vehicle that were there before? Uh, no, they're exactly well. The, the the tire monitoring pressure thing were not on the wheels I bought. I've got two sets of wheels, two sets of tires, and two sets of monitoring systems. So uh, so both both sets of wheels have TPMS sensors in them. No, once the new set I bought did not have them in them. And that and what's on it now? Those. Yes. Then you will have to put sensors in it, or they that light will never go off, no matter who's got a scan tool. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been doing it since uh, 2015 every year, and, and this is the first time it's come up. It well, should... then they have to have TPMS in them. And it could be that the batteries just died in it. Yeah, could be. So yeah, uh, to, to Jeff's point, if you if you didn't have that second set of wheels with TPMS sensors in them, that light would have been on any time those wheels were on. That, well, the light was on, yeah, but I never got the the, the warning thing that says I need to go do service. Ah, okay. I, yeah, well, that's I that I can't answer. If there's no sensors in it, yes, the system's going to tell you go get it serviced. I, I'm surprised I didn't do that prior to now. Yeah, I never did. And, and, and by the way, and you, and you don't have to buy Chevrolet sensors, Michael. Uh, Napa sells the sensors for that. You, you should They should sell them. I'd have to go look specifically on a 2015, but you should be able to buy aftermarket sensors is my point. Okay. I can look real quick okay. and tell who you. Put, who put the tires on? Did you or? No, it was, I took it to, uh, what is it, uh, Direct Tire, one of those places. I'm surprised they installed that without them because technically most corporate stores will not do that because it's sort of quote-unquote a liability issue and normally if they know that they're putting on a different set of tires they will automatically do the tpms well they're not there though so they can't yeah they didn't do it and they well in their defense they can't because it doesn't exist yeah okay so i guess i'm going to have to either take it in or buy a tool here now some of these tools i've seen them anywhere from 49 dollars to 400 dollars. correct okay and you get what you pay for on that. Now, now you need to do a lot of research and make sure. And by the way, Napa does sell those sensors. Uh, uh, looks like you're going to pay. I don't know. Depends on which which model you buy, but probably around thirty five bucks a sensor or so from Napa. Okay. So, right. you, so you can buy this. Now, and here's what I would do before I did anything else. I would buy the sensors, take it back into whoever discount. Say, listen, put sensors in this thing and recalibrate it for me. You probably won't have to do anything else. You won't even you, what you're going to pay for sensors. You would spend on the tool. Go do this. Yep. That's right, yeah, yeah. Okay, that gives me something to go on. That's how I would do it, Michael. All right, thank you, sir. You're very welcome. Appreciate it. Okay, real quick, Kurt, when it comes to 
right now, just interest rates, refi, all the things that are going on, what's the average wait time if somebody's looking at doing something along those lines? As far as from the time they sign up to close? Yeah. That's the amazing thing. Uh, I'm closing loans in as fast as 10 days. These lenders have flat geared up and gone. Wow. Um, one of the things we're seeing a lot of, which is helping some of the appraisers, because values are going up, lenders have a system called ABM that they are estimating the value. If you tell when you start to file and say that value, they'll not require an appraisal. Huh. You could be at 80 85% loan to value. They're saying, we don't need the appraisal, which allows you to close that loan so much faster. Okay. The thing that takes a loan longer to close is getting the appraisal done from start to finish, right. and you know that. Yes, yeah. And being self-employed. Yes. Those two things. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. You'd be better off being an just, employee. Just saying, yeah. <laughs> well, I've done this forever, so I, I get it. You're used to it. Then. I'm used to That's it. That's where the yeah. gray hair comes I'm, from. I'm used to it, exactly. Now, I will say this for everybody listening. If you're self-employed and you're in this world at all and you want somebody to help you uh, firsthand, I'll just give you uh, my recommendation. Kurt Rogers, as somebody that's self-employed and have done this since – Gosh, in my first house I bought in 1986. Uh, there's very few guys you will find that will be on your side as a self-employed individual. Kurt understands that, and he'll help you. Not everybody does that, by there, the way. There are ways to make that work, but you have to understand how they work. you got to know the process. Well, give, Kurt, Kurt, process. give Kurt a call. He'll help you. And I, I can say <laughs> that you won't find anybody better. Yeah. And I can tell you he saved us, as it looks now with the AIM, uh, the all-in-one? Yeah. yeah. Asset manager loan? Yeah, asset manager loan. He saved us over $1,500 a month. Huge. Yeah, that's that's a loan, folks, to ask about. If you don't know about it, just call up Kurt, ask him. We'll explain a little more as we go through the rest of this hour. But if you need something for Kurt, call him now, 720-895-0500. That's Affordable Merchants Mortgage. He's our great sponsor. I appreciate Kurt ever so much. We've got one line open, 303-477-5600. Hank and Aurora, Eric and Denver, hang tight. We'll come right back to you guys. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. 
He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora started out as a traditional roofer, repairing and replacing asphalt roofs. But he got so tired of the unnecessary waste. The quality of asphalt shingles has declined in recent years, leading to less and less durable roofs, especially in Colorado, where high altitudes expose your roof to stronger UV rays that damage your shingles, combined with severe spring and summertime storms and more than twice the national average snowfall, you could end up replacing your roof every few years, paying higher and higher insurance costs. Roof Rejuvenation from RoofMax offers an alternative to total roof replacement. Just one application of the all-natural bio oil immediately adds five years to your roof guaranteed. Because Dave has a background in roofing, he can provide any patches or small repairs your roof may need before applying roof rejuvenation. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Kitty, Kurt Rogers from Affordable Interest Mortgage. Eric, if you're still around, call us back. I know you had a comment on the new Bronco, 303-477-5600. Also, real quick, I always, I always want to make sure that I state this because I continue to get you know text messages and emails from folks on the new Bronco. The Broncos that you're out seeing in public, yes, they're a Bronco, but they're the Bronco Sport. Yes. There is only a handful of actual Broncos that are out there. The chances of you seeing them are few and far between unless you're somebody that's in the industry and knows somebody or you happen to be in an event or something along those lines. You're not going to see an actual real Bronco. Why? Because they're not built yet. <laughs> that's why. They haven't rolled them out yet. They're not at the dealers. No one's taken delivery of one yet. So for those of you that are thinking, oh, that Bronco's really ugly. Yeah, the Bronco sports are. They're totally ugly. It's not the Bronco Bronco. I don't know. And why Ford did that, I, I guess they did it because they knew they'd get the sport out. It's based on the escape chassis. They could get it out much faster, and they did. But it, it's not the irregular Bronco that everybody's anticipating and waiting for. Make sense? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's go to Hank and Aurora. Hank, you're up, sir. How you doing? Good, sir. Uh, I have a question and then a problem. Let's do the question. Okay. Yeah, Torque Flight 727, and I think I heard somebody talk about it maybe a couple of weeks ago, and I, I missed it, on the oil pump working. 
it it does not pump in the park position, but it does pump in the neutral position. Is that right? Unless the valve body's been modified, it does not par- pump in the park position. That's okay, why they have, tell you to check the oil in neutral. Okay, I, I have a shift kit put in it. It's a manual valve body now. Okay, it. Okay, and it depends on which one they used and what manual valve it's got. Oh, and I don't know that. Okay, I, safety first, check it in neutral, set the park brake, check it in neutral, and you're fine. But if I have to idle for an extended period... Set it which, neutral and put the parking brake on. Okay. Same vehicle. Now I have the problem. Vibration. And it's driving me nuts. I can't find it. Okay. And it's getting progressively worse. When does it vibrate? Uh, drive. In drive, under load. Okay. Under load. Going forward. What under kind of speed? It starts at about 40, 45... Okay. And I can drive out of it around 85 or 90. Then it's got a driveline vibration, most likely in the drive shaft itself, would be my guess. How are the U-joints? Oh. Yeah, all of that needs looked at. The bad the part. U-joints, U-joints are good. I have a bolt-in yoke on the transmission, okay. a brand-new drive shaft balanced. Uh, who, so and, and it's who, got and, to be and, 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 and not And just because it's new and balanced doesn't mean it is. Who did it? Uh, front range. Okay. Here. I would I, not, not knocking anybody. I would have that checked. Yeah. Most likely, you've got an out of balance shaft. And Hank, this is something that in the industry, even some twenty plus years ago, when I owned shops, we were fighting back then. It hasn't changed, and I mean that sincerely. I know there's a lot of guys out there that do drive shafts, and most of the guys are great guys, and so on. And why some vehicles are more sensitive to this than others, it's just the way that, that things are. Sometimes it's an angle issue, uh, can be the harmonics of the vehicle itself. Some vehicles are more sensitive to, to the others. But I will tell you that there's a lot of guys out there building shafts that, frankly, can't balance them for crap. And can't build them. And can't build them either. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. I, I had it taken out. I went to another the vehicles in another state. I had it taken out to a reputable place. They advertise even in uh, Hot Rod magazines. And I said, find my vibration, check it out. And they said, everything checks out okay. And they rebalanced the drive shaft, and I have the same problem. And I know they went faster than 85 miles an hour because the windshield wipers flip up when you do okay. that. So um, i got to start all over and start with angles because that's my third well, did, they didn't. Shaft. They didn't check. What? What year is this? 83 Dodge Van B250. Okay. And it is sensitive to harmonic. Yes, it because is. Because it's a box. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I never had this problem with the original engine and driveline. And when I started changing things, sure. and I've changed and changed, and I can't get it. There's only it's one company a- that I know of in our area, Hank, that I feel confident can actually balance items, not just shafts, but all sorts of things. You can send them anything you want to balance. It's a company up in Longmont called Equipoise Balancing. They will balance your drive shaft, and in my opinion, if you're having any issues like this, they are the only company that I would use that I'm confident in will tell you whether it's balanced or not, and if it's not, they will balance it. Okay. And, I, and I, by the way, folks, that's for a lot of folks up and down this entire country, and I know there's a lot of high-end shops and so on, but there are very few shops, Hank, that have the proper balancing equipment to really get things dialed in like you need them. So 
I can rebalance it again. What about the pinion angle or the transmission angle? Do they have to be opposite but equal numbers? Yes. So, okay. you know, if, you, if you've got a, you know, 10 degree coming out of one end, you have to be 10 degree opposite on the other end. So 10 degree down, and then i got to go 10 degrees up. On the other one, correct. Yeah, and, and you, you, you want to match. Make, you want to make sure that you do not run that drive shaft straight. Yeah, they want you, you, exactly. On. Exactly. You yeah. th- think of it this way: you need to put a straight edge on each end coming out of the transmission or transfer right. case, if, depending upon what it is. In this case, it's a transmission, and you got to put one coming out of the pinion, and they should match as far as their level goes. Think of it that way. As far as the offset. That's right. They should, they should so, just match. So you know whether one's pointing down, the other one's. They need to match. If you're looking from the side and you put a ruler on each one, they've got to be even. And. Those old vans like that were really bad about that transmission mount. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I changed it. I was going to say it's I probably did. new with everything else you've done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've done everything. Yeah. So, how much angle is the more angle I get, the better for the? No, they have to be matched. It has nothing to do with it. They have to be matched. So, so whatever the angle is coming out of the transmission, the differential has to match it in so reverse. It's just Two degrees, it doesn't make a difference. Doesn't make any as difference. Long as has to match. Straight. That's right. Yep. My God. I'm Otherwise, you get nuts. harmonics that give you what you're having right now. God, I'm going nuts. It's it, just getting progressively. Yeah, and, and, and here's even... the problem with a lot of this too, Hank. And that's, again, not to knock a lot of shops, but unless you've done a lot of this, as you can tell, it, it's hard to find. And not every shop, even the high end, you know, hot rod shops and so on. No offense, this isn't something they normally do every day. Well, and on. On that one, <laughs> you you might think you might check that rear bearing on the output shaft. I got a I got a brand new center section mm. in it, and I'm I'm hanging a gear vendor off the 727. That just makes it longer. So yeah, but it changes your brain, angles as well. So that's another thing. You, you, if you're doing that with the overdrive on it, you got to look at that as well. Yeah. Because your drive shaft's now shorter. It is compounding the problem. By the way. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, this is what I'm finding out. Yep. The more I do to it, I'm just yep. beating myself up on it. Yep. yep. And, and it's not worth driving. It just, it's not any fun anymore. I can stay below the speed limit now. Yeah, but that's no fun. And, and this no. is fixable. Every driveline problem is fixable with the right people doing it. Well, that's the problem. No right people where I'm at. Everybody says, yeah, they can do it, but they can't. Right. They can't do anything. I, I just drive away with a vibration. Yeah. Um, and I, I will tell you, one, one of the shops that we have in our group that would be able to look at this, and they'll take the time, and it'll cost you to do it, but that would be J.C.'s British and 4x4 over in uh, Inglewood. They, they, this would be something right up their alley. Hey? And he'd be, he's used to doing yep, that. He's used to doing all this stuff with everything they do. Well, i got to drive it 1,200 miles. It might be cheaper just to ship it, well, get all the work done. i got to get some other work. Yeah. Hank, i got to run. I appreciate it very much. Eric in Denver, hang tight. We'll come right back again. Kurt Rogers has been with us from Affordable Interest Mortgage. Always enjoy Kurt. Anything you need from him, 720-895-0500. And yeah, especially those of you that are self-employed, if you don't have Kurt on your side, you're going to beat your head against a wall. I can tell you that right now because I've been there, done that. So we'll be back. Hour number two is next. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. 
Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.